Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you are listening to High School Hoops with our hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. All right, welcome. High School Hoops, episode 58. Hopefully the leaves are changing where you live. Um, before we get started on this one, we're going to give a big shout out to Dr. Dish, the best shooting machine on the market. If you don't have one and your season's starting, you should go buy one. Mention uh, High School Hoops or Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $300 off, so that's awesome. Go back and listen to the other 57, and I'll tell you why you should do it. <laughs> and also, same thing with teachhoops.com. You know, uh, here's my theory with teachhoops.com. Everybody needs a mentor. Everybody needs somebody to bounce ideas off of. I swear to God, my wife thinks I'm always looking at my phone because usually I'm responding to teachhoops.com members like, oh, I can't log in, or how do you handle 131? Or, I mean, literally through our, I, I know last week when we were doing a podcast last week, I had like three little things pop up on the screen, you know, with questions. It's like, oh, okay, I, I'll get to those after the podcast, but go check it out. 14 day free trial as we talk. Um, all right. So episode 58, what are we doing in episode 58 coach? So uh, last week we had a really long podcast and it actually like ended up talking about conducting um, tryouts and planning tryouts. So we, and the next thing we want to do is just continue to build on our season. So how do you then plan your first week of practice with your guys or girls um, uh, to go on with the season? So that first initial week, once you've had your tryouts, what do the next five or six practices look like? So do you mean after you pick your team? Yep, right after. So we're we're to the point of um, we've posted on the locker room or whatever way you post the teams. They've, they've been selected. You've decided what underclassmen you're going to bring up to your varsity. Uh, all that stuff, those decisions have been made. What does the first week of practice planning look like, and what are some of the goals? That you, have, you, have you changed over the years? Um, has it been pretty consistent? Um, does it change because of uh, what team you have? You know, all those different things that we can talk about is um, as you plan your first week of practice with your team. Yeah. So two couple things. First of all, going back to the tryout things, I talk to every kid I cut or keep. Um, I don't I haven't I have in 30 years. I've never put a list on a wall. I just don't do that. Um, I figure if they if they have enough 
guts to come and try out early morning and sit through my trials for a couple of days. They have the right to look me eye. And now I've had tears. I've had kids that want to hit me. I've had kids that like, I mean, it's, it's miserable. It's literally one of the reasons I'll probably quit. Coaching. It's, it's a horrible day, but they deserve that for me. Um, they don't have I think to that's awesome coach. I, I just, I think in the end though, they're going to learn. That's a valuable skill that you can teach young men and women. Uh, the, 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 the reality of brutal honesty. I think so often we're not honest with kids. Yep. You know, it gives them an opportunity to ask questions. You can be brutally honest with them and say, well, this is why you didn't make the yeah, team. You I mean, so often, I, I, I a list you, doesn't do that yeah. for you. A list can, doesn't do that for you. Right. Um, and like you said, I agree that they did, they deserve a little bit of, you know, they committed time for you. They sacrificed some time for you. Um, you get, it just makes your program um, just look better in a sense too. Right. It goes, it goes to, you and I have talked about this is truth or harmony. Do they want the truth? Or they want harmony. Most kids want harmony and I'm going to give them the truth. And it's like, I, and this goes back, we could do a whole podcast and tryouts and after tryouts. Um, we should do that at some point, maybe the end of October, we'll do what, what you do after tryouts. Cause you know, how do you handle the cuts? That, that would be a good one to do. How do you handle cuts and then handle, what happens after trials. But anyway, um, I, uh, yeah, I, I think you're better off if they're never going to play, they're never going to like, you don't see any progression. It's like, you're, you're just being, you're, you're, you're selling them a false bill of sales too. It's like, yeah, you're number 17 and you're never going to play. I'm better off cutting you than letting you sit there for four months, five months. It's such a long season. So, um, anyway, I didn't, I got off task there, but let's go back to the first week of practice. So, you, so after the team is picked, after we've done all that, so what I, what yeah. I've started to do, um, and I've done this in the last, probably since August with my coaches is we are starting to map out drills and actually what we want to do. We go out about four or five days, um, and we map out. We're going to map out exactly what we want to get in, how we want to implement our offense, how we want to implement our defense. Um, that first Saturday is kind of – we're thinking of going two, twice that day, um, kind of an implement day um, because we don't play or do anything like that. So – but we, we have ma- – we're going to map out literally every minute of everything in those first seven days because we have 14 practices – before our first game. So we, and we're, we're putting some new things in and tweaking some stuff. And so every minute is so precious and I don't, I, you know, I want to get them in and out um, just cause I, I think it's a waste to, to keep them there unless you're, you're implementing something. So um, yeah, we, we map out every minute of everything. And I think those first couple weeks, it's, it's no different. You and I are both teachers, how you set the tone the first two weeks of class in August, set the tone for the entire year. I think it's the same thing with practice. It's like, it's going it is a well-oiled machine at that point. Um, and I think you have to, you have to do it either on a spreadsheet or on a piece of paper. You know, we have something where we, we have actually an Excel sheet and we have drills listed. These are the things that we have a whole month mapped out of things we need to get in and when we need to get them in. But that first week is more like, okay, when do we need to, what do we need for that first game? What do we need for that first opponent um, to be effective? Because obviously we're going to add to it just like we add in the classroom. Um, but I think that it, it, it's extremely important in my opinion. What do you think? 
I think it goes back to, you know, it's just that backwards designing. You start looking at your strengths and weaknesses with your group right away, and you really want to build on some of the weaknesses that you're going to have or, or, or what teams are going to expose you already in the first couple of weeks of practice. I mean, the first uh, couple of days of practice. Um, uh, so, you know, if you don't really have a true point guard, you, you struggle with pressure, you're going to have to be big emphasis on that right away early on in the season. Um, I think mapping out is great. Um, I used to use an Excel sheet and it was actually minute by minute and then like it would color code it. So after an hour and a half, it would go a certain color. And then I literally, I literally mapped out everything. Every practice, right? And, I kept and the thing every is, practice, and don't do the entire year. What I'm telling people are listening, going, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to." No, if you get more than, I mean, this is from a teacher of 30 plus years. If you map out more than four or five days, it's going to change, <laughs> and you'll spend two months mapping Big out time. the entire year. Map out a week, and then you got to schedule time to deal with it every week. What we're going to do differently this year is we're going to meet as a staff every week, kind of like football staffs do. And we're going to map out the week. We're going to map out the week, every week, um, together. Um, so I think that will be just – I think that's easier if you map out the entire week um, than, you know, I just – yeah. I just think it's easier if you map out the entire week and then sit, evaluate after maybe Saturday, go to the next week. But don't map out to – don't go for more than four or five days of practice in a, in a row, in my opinion. What, what's your thought, Coach? Um, I agree. You can't go more than that. Um, you know, I, just, I weekly plan for my classroom. I, I mean, I do a yearly plan, you know, like the things I want to do right. throughout the whole season, right. but those are big topics. They're not, they're not verbatim of what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. And I'm honestly, a Hey coach, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like, um, those do mean a lot to us. The written reviews are really important. Um, two, two other things that you can do to help us out. It doesn't cost you anything. First thing you can go over and subscribe and like, and join our YouTube channel, teach hoops. Um, you get updates all the time on that. Um, you can also, if you do any sort of shopping on Amazon, you can click our Amazon link down below www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon bookmark that anytime you do any shopping on Amazon, we get a small little commission and uh, it helps us uh, with our hosting fees. And if you really, really, really want to help us out, you come over and join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better, become a better basketball coach. Um, you know, it's, it's one of the reasons I got into this was to not only help my players, but to help other coaches. Um, and like I said, we ask our players to work on their craft. Are you working on your craft? Let me help you become a better basketball coach. All right, back I'm to the podcast. I'm constantly taking notes on my practice plan the day before the day of that day so if i miss something i'm going back to it and i'm constantly adjusting the next day so i'm not taking verbatim monday's gonna be monday and then tuesday's gonna be tuesday monday's gonna be monday and heck tuesday might look completely different than it did a week ago you're constantly evaluating your tool and your lesson at your practice plan after the first day and yes. you're gonna have to go back like maybe you're not making the progress that you want in your offense well then you're gonna have to repeat again you can't go forward you know you know, everybody really wants to go fast. You got to start slow to go fast. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. And um, you want you want something mapped out, kind of weekly or monthly, just so you don't like. There's been times like we haven't taken enough shots, and I just I, I you lose it in the noise of the season and stuff like that. So there is there is something a plus for mapping out more than four or five days. You know, maybe mapping out two three weeks or a month. The um, other thing is is that stick to doing things in time. So 
I often, we, I think early on, probably in your coaching, you, you get so mad that things weren't working out for, and yep. you would just be drilling that same concept for 45 minutes, and you're like, oh, crap, I didn't even get half my practice done. Right. Like, you can only do so much, and they're going to get frustrated. Go back to it later in your practice, yep. okay, or you do it tomorrow because yep. you want to get every, you got to get other stuff in. You yep. got to stick to your plan to, to close as you can, and you got to make it, you know, I don't like to do I don't like to do a drill or a concept more than eight to ten minutes at a time. I like to keep rotating and moving and constantly yep. going, and it just keeps it engaging. I just think often people say, I don't know if that's an old school mentality. No. You know, we're going to do this till you figure it out. You no, know, I, I don't think it is, and I, and, and for, it doesn't matter if you're a high school coach because you're listening to high school hoops. Then put it on the put. I put it up on the clock. Like we have a portal. I put it up on the clock. I got seven yep. minutes. If that's that horn goes off, we're done. We're going to, well, we might come back to it because I might have a buffer built in at the back, but we're done. If you're, if you're a youth coach or a junior high coach or you don't have a clock or have, have access to it, just put it on your phone. Literally put it on your phone, set it for eight minutes, and then or 10 minutes, whatever you're doing that drill. And then when it goes off, it doesn't matter. You can finish the teaching point at that point, but move on. Um, because we live in a snap. I've told you this. We live in a Snapchat world, man. These kids' attention spans, unless it's moving, they're gonna, they're, you're gonna lose them anyway. So you, you know, they're yeah, not gonna so sit. Like, yeah. in the world, if you can get us, get a manager to run yep. that clock. What I used to do is I'd have my practice plan here, and it'd have all the minute increments, and he would go right to the next one, the next one. He did that for me, and just kept it going. It had a horn. So after right. that eight minutes horn, boom, next. You, you know, will, you will be surprised how fast practice goes if you do that too. Right. It'll be like boom. It's like practice is over. Like it's like ding 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 because you're a well-oiled machine, you know. Um, but then don't forget to be reflective, though. Like yeah. I am always constantly writing on that plan, so I type mine out, and then at the end I have a hard my hard copy, and that's what I take home with me, and then I evaluate the next day and I build on it. So I kind of map out a couple days, and then I'm constantly just evaluating my lesson plans every day. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, very, it's very similar to being a teacher. Yep. And the know? thing is that then, and, and we'll get to this when we do some stuff during season prep, but we do that post game every game. Like, what went well? What didn't go well? What do we need to work on? Oh, then I got to change the practice plan for tomorrow. Blah, 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 blah. So we do that. Doesn't matter if it's a scrimmage, doesn't matter if it's a game, doesn't matter if it's like maybe a week of practice and things weren't working the way we needed to. You got to go back and reevaluate at that point. I agree. All right. Anything else on that, Coach? I guess, like, I guess the only other thing we didn't really touch on is like, what do you focus on the first week of practice? You know, is good, it, yep, yep. So is I there everything focus, you can no. you cannot do everything. No, I focus on I focus on our on our offense, which which can can entail you know your fast break, can fail your secondary, can whatever it is. So our base offense goes in, and our base defense goes in. So yes. those are two musts that must happen. Um, I don't scrimmage the first Saturday. You know, I know a lot of people. I don't do that. I wait a week. I, you know, another. I want another three. I like. I think that first Saturday after you've picked your team is too valuable a day to scrimmage, and we're not ready. You know, um, so we push it back, and then we go midweek the next week. Um, but I want I want base offense, base defense, and then um, you know I'll put some other. I'll I'll sprinkle some other things in. I'm just trying to get them into basketball mode at that point. But those are the two musts that I must get in. Cause I'm only talking three or four practices at that point, the rest of the week. 
Yeah, and then I think you just want to try to install one thing every day, whether yes. it's an out-of-bounds play. You want to gradually build. You don't want to do four or five out-of-bounds yes. plays in one day. Right. You want to build on that, and, and then you want to, you know, even another thing too is like, it's still okay early, early in the season to do quick situations, you know. Um, I used to do, all right, like I would have one thing I, I one thing I would say that I love to do in, in, in my practices, like throughout the practice would be four or five times that I'd say, all right, you know, in the middle of practice, it'd be 30 second situation. Here's how much on the clock. And um, here's our situation. And I'm going to give them the out of bounds play, but it's going to be an out of bounds play we're going to actually use in the season. But we're going to draw it up first and see how they can do it before they even learn the play. And right. then we'll go back. That would be that at that point. Then after they've done it, we'll be like, all right, guys, here's the actual way of running it. This is how you guys ran it. Now we're going to learn it because we're going to install it. Right. And that was kind of the way I kind of did my out of bounds plays every year is I would draw it up first and see how they could do it just by doing it great teaching moment and then we would learn it after that and so that's a, a great thing to do is just constantly little installments because yep, you yep. can't you, you can't you load everything right away yeah you want to sprinkle it in so you're yep, right sprinkle. I, I, I'll, I'll sprinkle in i will i will sprinkle in an out-of-bounds play i will sprinkle in a situation i will sprinkle in one of our zone defenses which is maybe our base right we'll talk about it all those things but the, the first three or four days after I pick my team, our base offense, base defense. With with that, I agree. And part of it is we got to get some shots up. I want to see how we work in transition. How do we handle pressure? How do, you know we're, we're you know you know you have like twelve days. I got to figure out you know who are my who are my top five? Who are my next ones? You know I'm trying to figure out pieces too of the puzzle. So um, I think that's that's a great point though. True. That's a great point that about the sprinkling in. You got it. You definitely have to do that. Um, and if you map it out, you know, map out the month. That's easy to see. I agree. All right. Anything else on that? Uh, I think that's pretty good, actually. Okay. All right. Do we have a question this week? Uh, sh yes, we do. Um, one drill that you think that you do early on in the season that promotes toughness. Ooh, we play cutthroat a lot. Um, no out of bounds. Very few fouls. Um, we emphasize. You know, we call it cutthroat, but we basically emphasize what we think is important. You know, offensive rebounding, boxing out, you know, closing out. All those things are worth specific points, taking a charge. Um, so that that's one that we run early and often because um, you, you quickly find who's going to back. And then the loser is going to have something. So one of my assistants keeps score and then we just go. Um, so and then no out of bounds. We, we don't, we, we let them get pretty physical with it too. So I think that's one of my favorite ones early just to kind of see who, who's going to back down, who, who's that, who's going to pass the foxhole test with me and who isn't kind of thing. Yeah. I like to just do one-on-one -on -one where they spin off the ball. They can't dribble. They can't pass. They're going one V one. They're just constantly pivoting and being strong with the ball for 20, 30 seconds at a time, you know, yeah, like and that. You know, um, that really gets each person in isolation. You know, there's whipping, sweeping it low, sweeping it high. Um, you, you're, you're telling the other guys to slap them a little bit, push them around a little bit. You yeah. know, who, who's getting low, who's getting athletic. You know, that's a, a quick, easy way to really build phys, um, that physical toughness early on in the season. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Till next week, Coach. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I would ask that you stop running. You go, you call home, you go, Honey, I need to join teachhoops.com. I need to become a better basketball coach. This coach Collins knows what he's talking about. He's experienced it all. He can help me take my game to my coaching game to the next level. I hope I can. I think I can. Go over and check it out. Subscribe and like. Make sure you go over also and check our YouTube channel out. Um, Teach Hoops on YouTube. 
hundreds of videos, thousands of videos. I think we're over thousands of videos now. Um, go over and check that out. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you're going to do any shopping tonight, click on our Amazon link down below and then go shopping. You won't even notice it. it doesn't cost you anything. And we get a small little affiliate. Helps us with our hosting fees. Talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.